Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. We have the A-team, Graceffo and Horowitz, producing the show back in New York City at CBS Sports Radio. John Fass with another update in about 26 minutes. Huge question of the night, and thank you for the great conversation. We get the bye week. I know the Pro Bowl is tomorrow. They're going to try that new onside rule where if you can get a complete 15-yard play, you could keep the ball. I kind of like that. I really do. It's better than the onside now that no one's getting any of those. So the Super Bowl is a week from today if you're on the East Coast. Niners and the Chiefs in Miami. Tough to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but then I think Niners are the most complete team coach and players, offense, defense, special teams that I've seen in a while in the NFL. So I'm still trying to navigate that. Uh, we are talking about the state of the NFL, what's good, what's bad, what changes are needed. And then the Tom Brady destination, will he stay in New England? Raiders, Chargers. A lot of people think the Colts. Some are saying he's only going to a place where he could win a championship. It's kind of like Joe Montana, you know, when he put that Chiefs uniform on. And ironically, both teams are in the Super Bowl. He, it just didn't look right. It's like Michael in a wizard uniform. So you tell me, where do you think Brady will end up? You know, Miami, if he had two years, but does he have two years? Is it one more year and he's done? So if it's one year, then who's the playoff-ready team? It, it might be the Colts. Graceffo had a good point about Tampa Bay, man. They had some athletes, had a good defense. They have O.J. Howard. They have Evans, Godwin. They have a good running game, strong offensive line. That would be crazy. Because then the cycle change about where Derek Carr ends up uh, all the quarterbacks drafted the three that are the hot names on the board to uh, Justin Herbert, who was a senior bowl MVP today, and Jordan Love, who's the RPO specialist from Utah State. Those three, for the most part, have, are going in the first 12 picks in the mock drafts I saw at CBSWords.com. So there's going to be a shift. I mean, there's Cam's out there. Andy Dalton's out there. You know, what was a bad QB crop two years ago, it's going to be pretty solid in the NFL with, with some strong backups if these guys want to continue playing. So where do you think Brady will end up? You can answer state of the NFL questions, the Brady question, one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. And Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook, Roy in Virginia. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. 
Hey, how you doing? Uh, I was uh, thinking, hey, man, Matt Stafford's got a big old contract in uh, – you know, they got the third uh, pick there, I believe, right, in the uh, draft. And, hey, Belichick likes to take advantage of those things. And Matt Stafford's got some uh, spine problems and helped salary cap for the Detroit Lions. And Martha Ford also is having some pressure in the team. Hey, he went to Michigan. Uh, why not, you know, why, why wouldn't that be an option? Uh, I understand they're not a playoff contender, but they got some good receivers and young talent, as in Carryon Johnson there running back to catch the ball and Kenny Galladay in the wide. And uh, wondering what you think there, bud. Thank you, Roy, for the call in Virginia. And I do a statewide show afternoons on 17 radio stations in Michigan. And with the Lions staff working the Senior Bowl, where the two worst teams get to coach the game. There's been this back and forth that the Lions might be in a market for a future QB. So Tua would be there, or Herbert, who played well today in that senior bowl. Matt Stafford had the broken bones in his back. Uh, He's been injured on and off throughout his entire career, taking a lot of hits. I think the salary cap hit last time I checked would be about $11 bucks for the Lions. That's not a lot of money uh, on NFL tables, Brady for a year. It's a must-win year for Bob Quinn, the GM, former Patriot, Matt Patricia, former Patriots defensive coordinator. Then does a Stafford, where does he go? Right? I mean, the circle, There, there's a lot of moving parts depending on where Brady goes, where Phillip Rivers goes. right? Where, where, if Cam Newton's healthy, where will he end up? You know, Chicago? I don't know. I mean, to the you're the Lions. You're three twelve and one. You were nine and seven with Patricia took over. Stafford's you know thirty million whatever it is a year. I have no issue with moving on from him because I don't think this team is close to winning the NFC North. I don't. And I look at the quality teams in the NFC, and it's obvious. They're not top 10. Now, it can happen in a hurry, and some think, well, look at the Lions, and they could be, you know, the Niners staff was coaching in Mobile, and it's Mobile to Miami was their theme, and they did it. But I think the Niners were in a much better place than the Lions are. I don't trust Matt Patricia as their head coach. I don't. So would you take Brady? Yeah. Wherever Brady goes, if it's Vegas with the Raiders, if it's the Chargers in Los Angeles, if it's Miami, if it is Indy, wherever he goes, it will be exciting. And there'll be everybody sitting on Brady's over the hill. He's going to be a flop. Just like they were when they were knocked out by Tennessee. He'll be in a can't-win situation unless he wins. And by the way, when you... When you look at the NFL, and New England was 12-4, and four, and granted it wasn't the hardest schedule known to mankind, but they were 12-4. 12-4, and 12-4, four. And four, put up 420 points. And by the way, their defense played pretty well most of the season. You know, lost in any conversation is the fact that the New England defense gave up the fewest amount of points in the AFC this year. 
12 and 4, 7 and 1 at home. 12 and 4. I mean, that is that is amazing. Gave up 225 points. 6 and 2 at home, 6 and 2 on the road. On the road, 6 and 2. Now Baltimore was 7 and 1. Chiefs on the road. I mean, you want to see champions seven and one. Chiefs had a better road record than at Arrowhead. Twelve and four, and it's end of the world for Brady and the Patriots. Twelve and four. How many teams would blow up something that's twelve and four? The fans are treating it like the Patriots were eight and eight and backed into the playoffs. I mean, you can say what you want about not having weapons for Brady. You can say that the offense was struggling. But Kansas City only put up, in the regular season, 31 more points than Brady and the Patriots. Yeah, Baltimore was like a video game, right? 531. But the second biggest number was Kansas City in New England third, 12 and 4. So Brady's completely done, and their defense was solid. So you ask yourself if you're Bob Kraft or you're Belichick, is there still internal wars right now about the end of Brady? 12 and 4, third highest point total in the AFC. Fewest points allowed, and let's blow the thing up. Boy, a lot of you who are NFL fans in cities all across this country, even my Canadian friends who are NFL fans, wherever you live in Canada, when you get to the point that you're 12-4 and and you're still one or top three in offensive and defensive categories and you want to blow it up, I think that... It's bad business. Now, we're not behind closed doors. Is Brady just running from that franchise because he's had enough? And you've heard more this offseason than ever before from Brady. You know, you hear about money. He's taking pay cuts. He's been the team guy. He just wants to end his career not playing for Belichick. I don't think it's a shot at Mr. Kraft. 12 and 4 with those numbers. And 12 and 4 in most cities will get you a statue as a franchise. Let's go to Mitch in Sacramento. How you doing, my friend? Dominique in Dallas, listening on 105.3 here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. How you doing, sir? Love your show. How you doing, Dom? Fantastic. You know, my friend, I feel Brady should just call it a night. Just he's 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 been to the mountaintop. I feel it's time for him to just call it a day and just go enjoy himself and enjoy watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, just live on an island with Giselle. You know, thank you, Dom and Dallas, listening on 105.3. Yeah, you're 12 and 4. Third highest point total behind Lamar Jackson and 
Mahomes, but it's over. I I don't think it's over. I don't. I, I think it might be over in New England. Like I said when I began this broadcast, but I don't think is I think he still has a year or two years left in him, which is amazing. Jim in Pennsylvania. You're on the Saturday Night Hield show. Hey, thanks a lot, Huge, for taking my call. No problem, Jimmy. Well, I got a lot I want to say, but for the sake of other callers, I'll try and make it as quick as I can, so bear with me. Um, as far as the NFL, uh, one thing, and this might get a little political, even though that's not the purpose of it, the one thing I do wish the NFL would just come around and realize that CBD oil is incredibly beneficial to these players. They should absolutely be allowed to take it during the week, maybe set like some sort of 48-hour window before a game or 24-hour window before a game, but huge. There's no other sport in the world where it, there's just so many collisions on every play. Players should get their union reps and try and do everything to make that legal for the next CBA. That's how I feel about that. Thank and you, Jimmy. What else? As far as Tom Brady, one other point with Tom Brady. You know, it's always good to speculate, where's the GOAT going to head? Is he going to head to L.A.? Is he going to you know, head to Indianapolis? If he really wants to win, I know money's great, and he's talking about how missed he is about not getting paid. If he wants to win, he's got to stay. He's got Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. He's got <clears throat> an all-time defense, and he still plays in the AFC East. You look around the league, and if he does go to San Diego or, excuse me, L.A., I'm sorry, huge. All it's going to be is compete for a wild card because as long as Patrick A. Mahomes and Andy Reid are there, it is their division. They have a legitimate chance to recreate what the Patriots have done with the AFC East. And I do not think Tom Brady is interested in playing wild cards or competing for a fifth or sixth playoff spot. And if he wants to not envision that and compete for division titles and first-round buys, I think he has to stay in New England. Thank you, Jimmy. Great call in Pennsylvania to the audience. We've got a couple of segments left where you can voice your huge opinions. one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. We are back live across North America each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Horowitz and Graceffo, the A-team, producing back in New York City. Here in about eight minutes, John Fass will deliver another update. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is sponsored by GEICO. Whether you own or rent, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com. Easy. Easy, huge question of the night, or questions plural. State of the NFL, what's good about the league, bad about the league, and changes that are needed to make the NFL even a better experience. Tom Brady, where will he play this fall? What jersey will he wear? You can join us live at one 855 cbs that's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Josh in Pennsylvania, you're on CBS Sports Radio. All right, sir. Thanks for taking my call, man. First time listener, first time caller. I'm really enjoying what I'm hearing so far. Thank you for that. Yeah, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I wanted to give my opinion on Brady and 
ask you for your opinions on a couple other things real quick here. I think Brady's definitely – he has a good chance of staying in New England, I'd say like 70%, 80% chance, and it wouldn't surprise me by any means if that happened. But if, uh, if he goes somewhere else, I definitely think it would be Tampa Bay. Kind of makes the most sense looking at their quarterback situation. And I figure if you take about half of them picks off a, you know, he only throws 15 instead of 30, I think they are a legitimate playoff team, you know, maybe at least a threat to make a little run. So I would think they definitely need uh, to go to the quarterback. Wouldn't be a bad idea for them. And I uh, also wanted to say, I think a good idea for this rule change, you know, I heard about the fourth and 15, you know, instead of the onside kick. Not an easy play by any means, but I think fourth and 20 maybe would be a little more fair. I think I think that would be a good idea rather than the fourth and 15. But I think the onside kick should still stay as an option. I don't think it should, you know, it could be one or the other. And I also had like the idea of a shame game, the game in which the first two games, the first two, uh, worst two seeds play a game for the first round pick rather than, you know, if you just suck, you lose, you know, and you get first round pick. I don't know. Oh, that, that is opinion. interesting. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. If you had the week of the playoffs and the teams like this weekend, now that, that is interesting that you would have a playoff game that the, the bottom two would play for the one seed or not, the, the first pick overall. So, yeah, that's creative. I was talking about the all-star games earlier. In the NBA, take the rookies and second-year players would take on the 15 best NBA players. Now there's motivation, old school, new school. NHL, I don't like, I I get people like three-on-three, but the gimmicky stuff, have it be North America versus the world, U.S. and Canada together versus the world. About the only all-star game that I... I really think has a feel of a legitimate game is the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Uh, Pro Bowl, how could you liven that up? What if you went rookies and second-year players versus the best in the league that weren't in the playoffs? That would be interesting. At least you're playing for something. There's some has a little playground feel to it. Let's go to Mac in Cleveland, Ohio, listening on 92.3 FM here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. What's up? I love listening to you. Thank you, Mac. So I heard you commenting about how the Patriots, or earlier about the Patriots, even though they were 12 and 4, about them blowing it up despite being 12 and 4. But I really, if I'm the Patriots in this situation, I would blow it up too. But they had one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. When they, the four best teams they played, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Texans, and the Ravens, they all got beat and got beat, like, hard. Then the next best team, they beat the Bills, and they played the Bills or the, or the Cowboys and the Eagles. They, they all needed, like, other outside conditions to help them. Like, like Julian Edelman had to throw a touchdown just to beat the Eagles. So I really don't think the Patriots were a competitive 12-4. Despite the record, the rec- I think the record's a little bit of a lie there because they're not winning any Super Bowl with this team right here because their defense, they got, they got big wins against garbage teams, got a ton of numbers, which makes their numbers look much better than it is, and their defense shut down garbage teams. But they, had, they didn't beat anybody, and they, I don't think they can beat anybody as long as they have this roster put together. 
Thank you, Mac, for your huge opinion. And by the way, they were four and four in their last eight. If you include the playoff game, it would be four and five. The last nine football games they played, they were eight and zero. Then they lost at Baltimore, beat Philly seventeen ten in an ugly game, beat Dallas thirteen nine, lost at Houston, lost twenty three sixteen at home against Kansas City, lost at home against Miami, and then lost at home against Tennessee. Wow. So the, three of the last four home games, including their playoff game that they played, New England, they lost at home. The only home win would be beating Buffalo. So that's four and five in their last nine. So Belichick is a guy who likes to get out in front of everything, and maybe he sees what Mac was saying in Cleveland. Uh, Dante Lamonte Barker comments on the huge show Twitter feed. Brady only makes good decisions, so I think he's hoping to stay in New England with a $30 million salary offer, but his wife is thinking of nice weather and throw away the sweaters. I like Tampa Bay or the Chargers with all those weapons, but I think he should retire to be with his kids. And again, you can drop us a tweet at Saturday Huge on Twitter. ton of them rolling in. Curtis Brown comments at Saturday Huge. The Panthers will franchise take Cam Newton before they let him walk free. Same thing with the Buccaneers and Jameis Winston. Costin Curvonis comments on our Huge Questions of the Night. There's a lot wrong with the NFL when a 60-minute game takes three and a half hours to watch. Commercials, timeouts, replays, challenges, injury, stops, penalties. The play has become an extracurricular activity, becoming almost unwatchable. Players aren't the game. The officials are the game. Dixon Emmons. Uh, comments at Sanity Huge. Just can't see Brady leaving New England. There's not an available QB in the world that gives Belichick as good of a chance to win over the next three years outside of Trevor Lawrence next year. Brady is still elite. Load up the weapons and go for seven. Uh, Tony tweets at Saturday Huge. If the idea of salary cap are to break up dynasties and help smaller markets, it really hasn't worked. Let teams pay what they want for players and put their bodies on the line for the game, make a luxury tax if needed. Also, I had a comment in regards to the Matt Stafford question. Somebody ripped me and said that the salary cap hit for Matt Stafford would be $32.5 million, not eleven. Now I think there's a cut number, depending on the time. I'm not a capologist where I read it would be eleven. They went have to eat the full salary, you know, release, traded. I'm not a capologist. The guy can't stay healthy. Quinn and Patricia are in a win-or-be-done year. The one thing they could do is they could draft Tua at number three, convince the Fords Tua is the quarterback of the future, and buy time to stay there. That's another angle in Detroit. You want to join in for the final segment? 1-855-2124-CBS. 
That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge, I'll read more tweets. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We're back live across North America. Huge opinions flowing tonight. Thank you so much. Your comments on the state of the NFL, what's good about the league, bad about the league, and what changes are needed. We have one final segment together. Tom Brady, where will he end up? We're not talking about Brady trying to win another ring. This year, we're talking about next year or a year from now. Could he be in a Super Bowl with the Colts, with the Raiders, the Chargers? Horowitz, who do you think is the best chance to win it all for Brady to go sign for a year, if not two? If he's going to sign anywhere else for a year or two, I think it's L.A., Chargers, um, right? The Chargers, yes. I think that the appeal of L.A., I think that, you know, there, there's rumblings that that's where Giselle wants to go, and I'm sorry. You know, maybe Tom's a, a bigger man than me, but if Gel, Giselle told me to jump, I'd say how high. Um, so if that's where she wants to be, I think that there's a chance that it happens. And it's pretty telling that he hasn't committed to the Patriots yet. And it's a pretty good move, as I said to start this broadcast tonight, that you always – Want a second or third better involved and Brady posing with Mark Davis, Rivers moving away. You have the New England situation. Uh, you know, there's talk of Tampa, Miami, Indy. You know, he creates a market and that's good agent work. And I think Brady's a little bit more savvy when it comes to his image, thus looking at TB12. And I agree. It would be Chargers. But, boy, you got the Chiefs sitting there. You know, uh, you got to split with them. That would be it. You got to beat them at home. You got to have a new state-of-the-art stadium. It's going to be, you know, Hollywood's elite coming out. You get Giselle and Tom in those circles, you know, South Beach there. I probably agree that the Chargers are built. Some think, you know, the Colts with a good quarterback that would be the destination. I just don't see Indy for Giselle and Tom, and that's not a knock on Indy. Four and a half hours from where I'm broadcasting right now, I love that place. So you can join us one final segment, one eight five five two one two for CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday night huge show on Facebook. Reminder from our friends at the CBS Sports Television Network this weekend, CBS's coverage. The PGA Tour season is underway. Great field, wonderful leaderboard. Rory, Tiger with a shot. Uh, final round coverage at Torrey Pines. And the Farmers Insurance Open begins at 3 Eastern later today, which is Sunday, 12 Pacific. The PGA Tour is on CBS television. Out to the audience, uh, we go Costa in Ohio. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. What's going on? Well, I'm listening to obviously your show, and I'm digging it. And I'm, the first thing I can think of is to make the NFL better and to make the game better. One like that pops right out of my head is make the referees do their darn job. They, there's so many bad calls, so many missed calls, and it's—I just don't understand how someone that you're—you have one job, 
and they seem to blow it every single week. Um, secondly, with in regards to Tom Brady, I, how far do you honestly think he could throw an accurate football right now? I don't think it's that far. I, I don't think he can huck it like he used to, and that the short game is what has, has kept him and the Patriots going, right? So for him to be successful, he's got to have a team that has a great defense, a really strong running game, and someone that's not going to make him want to throw the ball deep a lot because I don't think he can. He's got to have a short passing game. And I, I, I kind of think he's done. If he's going to take a money hit, you know what I mean? He, he was always good with the Patriots and made sure he didn't, you know, overcharge them so the team could still afford people. Now's the time to go get paid. Other than that, man, I, I, I can't see it. Yeah, it's it's interesting uh, where this is going. I appreciate the Holocaust uh, in Ohio. And also, when does it go down? Uh, you know, free agency, what, early March? And Brady has kept his name, I think, by design in a lot of situations. Is that to get the Patriots to give him money? Is it to leave and show Belichick he can win someplace else and New England doesn't win with Brady? Is it? Is it about egos between Belichick and Brady? Horowitz, what do you think is the number one reason why there would be a breakup of the greatest dynasty pro football has ever seen? One of the two, either Brady or Belichick, wants to prove that they can do it without the other. I think that they've proven so much together, but let's face it, when you're the best at anything, and you heard Belichick say it in that HBO documentary with with Nick Saban, you know, you can get to the top of the mountain, but only the great ones can stay there. I think both of them, who are always trying to prove themselves as the the, the GOAT, want to be able to say undisputedly, I am because I did it without the other one. Isn't that where Kraft brings those two guys into a room? They, They sit in a room... And he says, guys, do we have one more year, two more years? Is it a promise that was made when they traded away Jimmy G? Again, you know, we're not, you know, I get paid to give an opinion on a situation. So I don't know where everything is at. Uh, Do they look at their schedule and see in their last nine games played, including the playoff loss at home, that they're four and five and it's time to break it up and why pay you know your craft why pay, pay Brady 30 million bucks right I think Bob Kraft would pay any amount to keep Brady. right I think you know ultimately it would come down to the relationship between Brady and Belichick and um, I don't doubt that they have a good relationship I just think that one if not both at some point wants to prove they can do it without the other and the truth is if Bob Kraft wants to sit him down in a room and try to sing kumbaya and make everything happy Ultimately, Brady and Belichick are the ones who hold the cards. Because if one of them says, look, I ain't doing it, and wants to walk away, you think Bob Kraft's going to say, all right, Bill, see ya, or okay, bye, Tommy. No, that's not going to happen. But I do think the most likely reason why we're at this point, where Brady hasn't committed to them, is that he wants to, for the first time in his career, sign a lucrative deal, you know, hit free agency, drive his price up, because the truth is, and it's commendable, and I'm not a Tom Brady fan, he hasn't taken fair market value for his worth at any point in his career, period. He's been a team player, and that's why the ego split, I 
at why they would do this because you know what it could be a bus for both of them right patriots could go from you know 12 and 4 to 9 and 7 and maybe not even make the playoffs and brady could go to the chargers and they could be in that same situation 9 and 7 10 and 6ish and the chiefs are 12 and 4 and you could be a fringe playoff team so in the end what do they prove sure but at the end of the day, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, no one's going to remember that. They're going to remember the greatest dynasty that we've ever seen in the NFL. When Joe Montana left the Niners and went to the Chiefs, you don't remember his playing days with the Chiefs. You remember everything about the catch and, and, and Joe Montana in a Niners uniform. It's kind of like Michael when he put on a Wizards uniform. You, his career... You remember Chicago. Hey, I don't think anybody, unless he does something special, like if Brady leaves New England and he goes to the Chargers or the Raiders or the Colts or some surprise team like Tampa Bay that Graceffo was talking about, and he wins and they're 12-4 and four and they're the one or two seed in NFC or AFC, then Brady is bigger than life, right? Yeah, but it, it, short term, again, that that would kill Patriots fans. Oh, to see him, whether he wins or not, just to see him in another uniform, that would devastate them. Montana looked out of place. That's my point about Michael out of place in a wizard uniform. Dumbest move ever. The guy is a statue outside the United Center. Montana in a Chiefs uniform. uh, You know, I I just it never it never resonated because, you know, you get the bigger than life guys. And you're Brady. And do you want to do that? You know, do you do you want to end your career taking a chance? But maybe that's part of the drive. You know, Mon- I'm looking at Montana. He had two seasons at the age of 37 and 38 uh, with the Chiefs. Started 11 and 14 games. Man, he went eight and three and nine and five in '93 and '94 at the age of 37 and 38 with the Chiefs. Wow. Man, he was 17-8 and eight as a starter in Kansas City. 13 years with the Niners, 139. Wow. See, I don't remember. That's why I, I, I didn't think he was that good with the Chiefs. But you're comparing it to where he was when he left San Francisco at 14-1, and 11-2, 8-5, 10-1, right? You're looking at one of the greatest ever. Now we'll see. Now that will be... That will be... I think that's going to be the off-season story. I really do. Where will Brady stay in New England, or will he go? Uh, let's go grab a few callers before we're done. Nick in Detroit, listening on ninety-seven one, the ticket. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey, Bill, how you doing, man? Hey, Nicky. Hey, uh, I just want a couple of things. You know, uh, one is is I think Stafford was actually a bright spot. You know, for as long as this guy's been hurt. He was actually the bright spot this season. So until they can get the defense fixed, I'd really hate to see him use that third pick on a quarterback. Now, I do agree, Tua could be great. And, you know, if you go by what Favre did with Aaron Rodgers and you draft him and let him sit for a couple of years while we finish out Stafford's contract and, you know, and then he came in, um, I think it could be a huge thing, you know what I mean? But personally, I'd rather, you know, uh, drop back a few and, and kind of give that pick up and, 
see what else we can really get in return because we have a bunch of holes to fill. Um, but on another point with Brady, um, that's the GOAT, you know what I mean? And um, to see this guy go somewhere, what I was thinking is, is what if he actually went to the NFC to a team like the Bears? They already have a tremendous defense, you know, but what they're really lacking is offense. Even for one or two years with Brady, um, I think a team like the Bears could actually really do well. Um, you know, and Virginia McClaskey, being as old as she is, she's not going to really be around to see too many more years. I, I mean, I don't mean to say any ill will towards anybody, but at the same time, you know, she uh, she's lived a long life. Um, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I also wanted to say, and I just wanted to see what your opinion was, was that, you know, if you did something like you gave that first-round pick uh, or the very first pick in the NFL draft to the winner of the Super Bowl, do you think that that would actually increase the type of play that you really do see from teams and where tanking really wouldn't become an issue? Because ultimately, you know that if you do reach the Super Bowl and you do win, you also get that first-round pick. Now, a team like the Patriots have been able to do it without that. But I just thought it might give other teams, you know, something more to shoot for and really, you know, get that hard play instead of just tanking for, you know, the next best available. Wow, I've never thought about that. Thank you, Nick. In Detroit, Liz sitting on ninety-seven-one, uh, the ticket. Always appreciate the Saturday night huge show interaction there in the Motor City. That would be interesting. You flip it, playoff teams pick first. Wow, hey, you win it all, you get the overall number one pick. I love all the ideas from all of you. It was a wonderful four-hour ride. It really was. Thank you so much for the conversation on the NFL. You can keep it going 24-7 at Saturday Huge on Twitter. I want to thank Graceffo and Horowitz, the A-team, two of the best producers I've ever worked with. John Fass has an update coming up. Next Saturday night, we're doing Super Bowl predictions. Enjoy your week, and remember, drop me a tweet at Saturday Huge on Twitter. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.